Welcome back, everyone, to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the wide, wide, beautiful world of Nintendo. I'm James Matsumontamagno. And I am Michael Dropped Frames Rivet. <laughs> well, let's try not to drop any frames on this. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Fingers crossed. If people don't know, of course, we have been attempting to stream live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Nintendo Dispatch. And every single time it's a fun adventure, Michael. It, you would think that we'd have it down, but it just does. It seems like it changes. The 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 goal changes every single week, and uh, I think we got it. it it's, everything's running pretty smooth for now, so you know, it's not just us because we were watching other people record today. In fact, and they had very similar issues, and I think that's just. That's just stream life, man. That's just the way it goes. That's just that stream in life. Yeah, you can't help it. And, you know, and I'm in the middle of snowpocalypse over here in Seattle. We survived round one, round two dropping in right now. It's actually snowing right now. Tomorrow, another five to six, five to eight inches, Michael. So look wow. out. I mean, it is basically Fortnite snow ice storm action here. So look out. That's. That's a lot for you guys. It is the so in we've already had the most snow in February in 70 years. It happened in one day. Wow. Yeah. Holy smoke. So how's the city holding it together? Terrible. Just everyone's accidents yeah. everywhere. Roads closed. We don't have any salt or anything. People are we we live on some there's hills everywhere and people are skiing and sledding down the the roads and stuff. It's pretty great. Urban urban skiing. <laughs> quite entertaining yeah nice yeah so anyways that like that's it. my news in my world but let's get into some bigger news which is some awesome spectacular things in the world of nintendo happening you want to get us into the news michael yeah i'm going to kick it off i think this is a polarizing uh news article depending on how you feel about peter molyneux he has actually come out saying he would like to bring his next game which he's currently working on something called legacy and there's very little known beyond that to be honest but he is saying he would like it on the Switch. Uh, you may know him from games like Populous, Black and White, Fable. That's a big one I know him from. Uh, he's currently working at 22 Cans. It's a studio he formed after leaving Microsoft. And he goes on to say that Legacy is certainly a big departure from what I've done before. And more so than ever before, you need to think a little bit more agnostically about platforms. I would absolutely say that there is a really strong chance of it going onto the Switch, but there are two gates that stop that from happening. The first is whether or not Nintendo allows it, which I don't think that's going to be that big of an issue. Uh, and then the other gate is that are we, as a company, passionate about putting it on the Switch? I would absolutely say yes to that because Nintendo of all three consoles, it appeals to the audience that I find most fascinating. Now, this is where it gets a little weird. He goes on to say that those are the people that perhaps haven't been gaming for decades. Weird. Although I love those people as well. They're people who would love to play computer games, would find them inaccessible. And I find that absolutely fascinating. So yes, absolutely. So a lot of absolutes, first off. And you're talking about a console that's been around longer than the other two. I don't understand that, that sense. Are you saying that you know, because here's the issue with Peter Molyneux is that a lot of times he promises big and under delivers, mm. right? Like games are so, fable was supposed to be like limitless possibilities. You could be good. You could be evil. You could do whatever you wanted. And ultimately, while it was fun, 
it didn't deliver <clears throat> on that level. So I think people in general are kind of saying, what, so Nintendo are 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 gullible you know is that like is that what he's trying to get at like they're they'll still buy it so it's a weird weird statement yeah i don't know what he's saying because like will will nintendo allow me to put the game on i'm pretty sure nintendo will allow you to put your game on you already have a game that's on the switch called the trial it's mm-hmm. already out there now also, are you as a company dedicated to the Switch? I don't know. It's your company. Like, figure that out. I love you, Peter Molyneux, but figure out your own stuff. But it sounds like maybe he's just like, maybe he's going to throw this out there. Like, ooh, how do people respond? Like, will is there interest there uh, if people even want his game on the Switch? But as we all know, everybody wants the game. on. Everyone wants every game on the Switch, so just put it there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The question is, will his game be able to scale down to Switch levels? And that's probably the debate do you need panic button to come in rescue you you know who knows well i think that would have been a better way to say it though right i mean he he's saying oh well do we want it well you would know if you want it there that's not a gate the gate is technically physically can it handle the game that i'm creating i can understand it from that argument much more than this weird way he put it yeah yeah i don't I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll keep you up to date if we get any news. One about the game and anything about the game onto the Switch, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Well, the next thing, that uh, little game update from Nintendo, which I'm really excited about this month. It may have me booting up my Nintendo Entertainment System via the Nintendo Switch Online, whatever the heck they're calling that still. That icon that has the NES controllers on it. February game update alert. Wow, 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 wow. Games incoming. We get Super <laughs> Mario Bros. 2, which I'm really excited for. Probably one of my favorite Mario Bros. game, which really wasn't a Mario Bros. game in the beginning. Long history, if you know anything about the Mario Brothers series. Uh, that's coming to the NES system online. But then also Kirby's Adventure, which is another fantastic game. So two stellar games which I believe I would actually enjoy playing on my Switch because those are some of my favorites. But that's it, just the two, which we all know, Michael, means that we're going to get crazy SP updates. What do, what do you think we're going to get? It, it's going you're, you're, to play it for you, and you just get to watch. <laughs> like, you, you don't even have to play these in, the, in this special SP version. Do you think they're going to... So last month, they released other games that were not these do you think that we'll get an SP version of Mario Brothers 2 or Kirby's Adventure or just something new? Yeah, I, I think it'll be an They seem to like that. I mean, we've gotten quite a few SP versions, so I, I could definitely see that coming out for these. I, I would say, you know, Super Mario Brothers 2, I'm excited for. I would play that. Maybe that's something we can play together. That might be a fun stream. Well, I don't even know. Maybe they're supposed to have online now. Who knows, though? Uh, and then as far as Kirby's Adventure, I've never been a big Kirby fan. So mm-hmm. this may be something worth trying, but I, I don't know if I would. You know, we we had that attempt before where we played the demo and it, it just failed miserably for us. So I, we'll find out. We'll see how it goes. But I definitely think there's going to be SP stuff coming out for these. Yeah. Yeah. Now. I, I don't know what that stuff would be, so I'm, I'm, we'll report back. Unfortunately, when it comes out on February 13th, it's the same day the podcast release, so you know we'll, I'll be a week late. So sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. Now something that is exciting, especially talking about the Nintendo Online, is that as anybody knows, the voice, the voice chat online is kind of 
non-existent. You have to have the Nintendo app and then you have to like kind of call each other basically. So you would just use Discord or something like that. You don't even use the app. Well, there is games that are doing it right on the Switch and that would be Fortnite being one of them. And they use a service called Vibox. Well, as it turns out, an SDK for developers is going to be coming out and it's going to allow that same voice chat to be built into any game that's wanting to do that. It comes out right out of the box with cross-platform capabilities, and it's basically up to the developers if they want to use it. Hi-Rez Studio has already promised updates with for Smite and Paladins. They will be using it. So as we've played with it before, you literally just plug any headset with a microphone built into it, into your Switch, right into the little auxiliary plug, and now you have voice chat. You don't need to call anybody. You don't need to use the the app. It just works. And it works very, very well. Like it's it's fantastic. So the fact that Nintendo can't get it right and a company has had enough time to just say, oh, you know what? We're just going to release this. We're just going to do it is kind of. It's kind of crazy that that's even a possibility. Nintendo should have been all over this. That problem should have been solved already. But at least it seems like somebody is on the job. The you know Nintendo needed to at least solve it for Nintendo games. That's what I think. And yeah. they're trying to think that the app is going to solve that. It's a little bit too convoluted. I, I was had high hopes that maybe it would work just like Discord. I have my friends list. We go and chat. Bingo bango. That's not how it works. Now, at least here with Vivox, this is cross-platform. So they're thinking of selling this to everyone who's going cross-platform. And that makes a lot of sense to me. I've played a lot of games between my PC and friends on the Xbox with Xbox Live, which is what we'll talk about in a few seconds here. And that's worked extremely well. I'll be playing Sea of Thieves on the PC and they'll be on the Xbox. That works great. To me, I just want it to work in general. I think that Nintendo should at least have an SDK to get the main just audio working like this. But I don't think it's the absolute best solution, to be honest with you, because we still have issues. We were just playing Fortnite and my cousin hopped in and he's chatting on his headset, but we're on Discord. (laughs) So because we you and I are Mm -hmm. playing like Discord is easier just for us to hop on because I only want to plug so many things into my my headset and I don't I don't have a headset with a microphone. I do have my Genki adapter that, you know, streams the audio and does the voice chat in one, but I'm like, how many things do I want to plug in? I just wanted to simplify the process. So I still think that there's a lot of potential here and hopefully they'll do something about it. But again, it's been two years and they haven't done anything about it. And it's not the worst thing. <laughs> like It could be way worse, right? I don't know. Yeah. And I, but to me, the app could Good. be cool. Like when, when, when they had right now, you turn the app on and still there's no Smash Brothers on there. Like you only have Splatoon 2 as like that little icon. And at the time, when you first use it, it's kind of cool. It gives you stats. Like if it was introducing other things that I don't get from just voice chat, I would use it. If it was giving me like, um, battle breakdowns or stats or interesting data, then I would say, you know what? I like having this app. It's giving me something that my Switch isn't. It's tracking additional information maybe, or it's just another component to the whole um, thing that they're trying to create. But right now, it's it's literally 
a discord mm-hmm. it's a phone it's literally a phone like that's all for smash brothers there's no friends lists on there there's nothing like that where i can easily connect with you and set up a party chat or do anything like that it's literally just calling somebody through a phone you know so why would i need it we have discord for that you're not giving me anything else yeah i i, I they just seem to figure it out just in general because yeah if i already have a switch friends list let me just talk to them but just it is Nintendo. They are all about, you know, kids, privacy. We still have friends codes. Mm. 2019, still friends codes. I mean, <laughs> again, we could not have friends. Like, you know, so that's the, I guess that's the, the downturn. Yeah. <laughs> so, but actually talking about additional services that are going cross-platform, GDC, the Game Developers Conference, is right around the corner in March. So it's about a month away. And the sessions were opened up. And funnily enough, the company that I work for, and again, I have no inside knowledge, no inside soccer, no inside baseball, no inside video game playing here at all. I do not know anything about this at all. But Microsoft has a session about how it's going to open up Xbox Live with a new cross-platform SDK. Now, since, since the session lists are open and there's a session about Xbox Live, The description of it says Xbox Live is about to get much bigger. Xbox Live is expanding from 40 million gaming devices to reach um, and is, is, yeah, expanding from 400 million gaming devices and a reach to over 68 million active players to over 2 billion devices with the release of our new cross-platform XDK, I guess Xbox Development Kit instead of SDK, software development kit, same difference. Get a first look at the SDK to (laughs) enable game developers to connect players between iOS, Android, and Switch, in addition to Xbox and any game in the Microsoft Store on Windows PC. Now, this is pretty interesting. We don't know 100% what services are be there, but from reading on The Verge and a few other outlets, they're thinking that the cross-platform part will be uh, friends list, cross-platform friends list cross-platform multiplayer functionality and achievements into existing mobile games. So I'm not sure how much will come over into the Nintendo Switch necessarily. However, one universal friends list for all of my gaming, I'm not I'm not mad at that. No, I I love this. I you know, there's still a lot that's unknown, pretty much everything. The fact if we could get just our friends list and maybe have some cross-platform achievements going on. I would, I would absolutely love every bit of that. Um, you know, there's already some of this kind of happening. I know Rustica, one of, one of our listeners to the podcast plays Minecraft and she's mentioned in the past, mm-hmm. she has to log into her Microsoft account every time she does it. So it's already little bits and pieces of that in there. So I'm not surprised that they're reaching out and, I don't know who this benefits more. This it could be something where Nintendo still says no, I guess, right? Because Microsoft is the one saying, "Oh, we're going to do this," yeah. and maybe Nintendo squashes that. But I, I, I'm not really sure. I I think no matter what, just like I said with cross-platform play, it's a good thing. It's exciting. Knock down any of those barriers and let the players have access to whatever it is they want to have access to so that you can have more people playing games. To me, the, the, the console is just sort of the, the vessel for it. The games are what really matters. 
Yeah. And I do think I was listening to a few other podcasts and a lot of people were pretty poo poo on this, pretty negative because like, oh, Nintendo can't do it themselves and blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, on the Internet, there was people negative on the Internet. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) shocker, spoiler alert there. Yeah, there was a few people that were not so, you know, happy. I think they were maybe happy about it or they were just kind of like, oh, I can't believe Nintendo can't do this or whatever. But when you think about it from a Microsoft point of view or this could have been Sony, it could have been anyone else. For Microsoft, they want this branding everywhere, which makes sense, but also achievements everywhere. Obviously, Sony has their own achievements, but there are tons of developers that are building mobile games or Switch games that have to build their own systems. In fact, Microsoft, this is not inside baseball, this is public knowledge, but acquired PlayFab a long, long time ago, which was about mobile games and live ops and all these other things, which is really cool. And they were solving a solution for mobile gaming to do leaderboards and and analytics and all these things for their game. So to me, this would be just another tool in the developer's toolkit. But again, I don't know if Nintendo is going to allow it. I mean, from my office, I can walk to Nintendo HQ. It's right right across the street from Microsoft. We all all know this. This is public knowledge. I don't know if the the big Legend of Zelda uh, guardians are still out there. I'd have to see in their food court, which is really cool. But if they are, then I'm going to go definitely scope that out. But, but, you know, again, I don't know any inside baseball at all. We'll find out at GDC because these sessions are recorded. People now that people know about this, there's definitely going to be game journalists there scoping out more. But it actually makes a lot of sense from a point of view, even not for branding everywhere, just for Microsoft games that are cross-platform, such as Minecraft, which you talked about. And that's not the only Microsoft game that could possibly be cross-platform, you know, between mobile and even the Xbox. So why wouldn't they want to open this up, even if it was just for mobile iOS and Android devices? Because they're still not a great one, right? Apple has one. um, Google has one. Sony has one. Nintendo has nothing, of course, but everyone has to build their own. So how do we get a unified one? But it will be strange, my final point, that an Xbox pop-up comes on my Switch. That still will be weird, mm. I think. I think it'll be weird. Yeah. I don't know. It, it will be weird. But it, it, you made an interesting point. It could even be just for the Mi- Microsoft games. Like that True. could be the only, it could be just for those games, Minecraft or whatever others that are that are on my, or, uh, Xbox and Switch. Maybe they only support that. I don't know. It's kind of an interesting thing. It makes me excited. I'm looking forward to hearing more about this. So that's where I'm at. And it's kind of funny because it it sort of is tied into the next story where from an investor Q&A came out that they were talking about ways to get more people using Switch Online or NES Online or whatever the official title is that we're calling it. Right now, currently, there's 8 million subscribers that are on there. Okay, originally 50% of them signed up for the 12 months, but they're now saying that more and more of them are going to the shorter plan, such as the one month, which is kind of interesting. You know, that's not a good sign. And I and I can see why people are doing it because there's not a whole lot of value there. <clears throat> and one of the takeaways from this Q&A was that knowing that people are going with a shorter plan with that in mind nintendo is currently planning ways to boost the appeal of the service on a yearly basis it is very important to our future business and we are giving it our all so what what could they be doing in your mind because this is obviously just speculative what would we want to see as nintendo fans from the online that we pay for 
would boost that? What would make it more valuable to you? Well, the question you have we have to ask ourselves is, what do the other services that we pay for, such as uh, PS Plus and Xbox Live, what are those services giving to us that Nintendo's service is not? And this is something that perhaps you know you need to open up a little bit more. With Xbox, of course, you can play your games online. That includes all the services around it, such as leaderboards, achievements, friends list. You still get that stuff with most of the stuff without Xbox Live. On Sony, it's the same thing. The difference is they give you full retail games, but they're also much more than $20 a year. So I, I don't know. I mean, for me, for it to give it a boost... I, nothing. I don't know. Just keep it the same. I'll keep giving you $20 a month. But I guess the biggest problem is that they've only attracted 25% of all people. So I guess what you really need is you need a game that's online only that requires this thing, right? Because you can play Fortnite without it. You can play Paladins without it. But where's your Halo? Where's your Destiny? Where are these games that are requiring? Where's your Black Ops, you know, your your Call of Duties, you know, your your modern warfare type of games that are going to make people play games online. And I think Nintendo has them. They have Mario Kart and they have Splatoon, but it's only a certain segment. I think you just need to widen that and say, look at all of these games that you can play online uh, to open it up. But to me, I had to think about more because I, I don't know. Everything would have to be amazing. Like you'd have to have the great voice chat you'd have to have the greatest leaderboards and everything would have to work across all of my games that exist like i want achievements everywhere i want you know all those things everywhere uh in general so i don't know i think it's like too late at this point to try to add stuff maybe switch to that that's me i, mean, I don't know what do you think if they're trying to keep it at the 20 dollar price point there's not a lot that it takes to validate that cost mm -hmm. right twenty dollars is is a couple cups of coffee yeah. out it's not like it's a huge backbreaker of a of a cost and 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 the fact that you can have your game stored to the cloud is enough really what i would like to see and and with this i would assume would come extra costs which i'm okay with I, i'm not against that i mean i already pay for xbox live i i want achievements i like earning things i like playing a game oh you put you know 25 hours in a stardew valley bloop, little thing pops up and now you and i are competing in that level not just the game itself but we're competing in our points and how and maybe those points go towards getting you more of the coins on mm. eShop because you've you're a committed nintendo fanboy so you've earned the right to buy some stuff you know whereas i, I believe playstation i don't have playstation but i believe playstation and i know xbox Every month, there's new games that you get for free. And they're not 25-year-old games. They're games that are two years old, five years old. You know what I mean? Game, big, big titles. Like one of them, I think from last month or two months ago, was Metal Gear Solid Five or Phantom Pain or whatever it was. And it's just like, that's a, that's a huge title that, you know, five years ago when it came out or whatever it was, was a, a heavy hitter. And we're still like scraping by on 20 some year old games on NES and they granted it's $20 a year, but they act like, just look what we're giving you. Look, you're welcome. And, and I, that's not enough for me to, to say like, I can see why people are kind of feeling it's not a value. 
you know, I don't play Smash. I don't play whatever games, like you said, Fortnite, we don't even need it. And that might not that might not justify it for him. If if Smash didn't get you to buy into it, I can't see too many games that would. The new core Pokemon would have to mm. require it for people to because otherwise Smash is their biggest game, one of their biggest demands for online. And if that didn't get people to buy in, I, I honestly don't know what else would. You could do a few things. Like the they used to have a Pokemon bank where you could store your Pokemon from multiple games yeah. and you get access to that. Now, if they do open it up and they work and do sort of now the the interesting part is you have games with gold. You have games with gold. So for Xbox Live, I want to get t- too deep into it, but sure. I want to talk a little bit more, right? As I started to think about what I get with Xbox Live. So I with Xbox Live, I do get games with gold, which is discounts on games. Mm-hmm. So I get a special discount every month on games for sale. I do get some games for free. And as long as I download them that month, Mm -hmm. then I get to keep them for as long as I'm an Xbox Live subscriber, which is pretty cool. Same thing with Sony. I think it's pretty similar. So maybe they could open this up and say, hey, we're going to give away, do the same thing for, you call it Nintendo Switch Online Plus, and that gives you access to unlimited like extra discounts you get more gold coins you get a few free games every month and that could entice you in their indie titles and they work with but i don't know if if it just doesn't feel like nintendo for some reason because they're like it doesn't that's the the strange part they're like we're making a lot of money yeah you know i don't know yeah because i i don't see them because then also on xbox right you have gamer pass gamer pass is netflix for gaming and that's an additional charge. So I could see them sort of like milking a little bit more. But again, I, I don't it doesn't feel like Nintendo to do something like this. And they could correct me on a, the next Nintendo Direct or whatever. Sure. Well, OK, the Game Pass. Say you do buy Switch Online Plus for that added cost, you get Game Pass. Game Pass, though, where it's like Microsoft, it's not old games. So if they had, you know, similar to like what you have with the NES it's basically just a little screen that you access mm-hmm. and you have access to games. If if you bought NES Plus or Switch Online Plus, you got the Game Pass version of that, Nintendo's version, and their current games for $50 a month, $50, $30 a month, whatever their price point is. Especially for us, I, I would kind of be in on that deal because now you're being able to play so many games, not really committing to them. There's no there's no other than the save data. You wouldn't have to download and buy all these. I couldn't mm-hmm. see collectors wanting that, but I would be interested. Streamers like us would be interested in that because now we have access to everything, really. Yeah, I would be. I'd be interested. I would just give them my money anyways. And but the thing is, I also don't need more games. But I think what would be nice here is that it would probably give me the opportunity to play some of those indie games that I haven't purchased and give them a try. And I think that was always the perk of Xbox Live Gold is that statistically there were people that bought that game on day one, on month one or month three. And then there are people that were just never going to buy it, but did want to play it. So they were either going to rent it or just never play it. So there's not really a negative side effect to that in general for letting them play it. That's there's an average, a statistical game that you got to play, but uh, I would be interested to see where it goes, but we'll see who knows. And maybe Michael will see on the rumored Nintendo direct on the day (laughs) that this show drops. Now, 
this is a rumor. We hate talking about rumors, but this rumor has been spread to all major news outlets. We figure we talk about it. We haven't had a Nintendo Direct in a while, a straight Nintendo Direct. We've had these indie directs and the indie highlights recently. Now, this came out from Reset Era, which was from user King Zhao, who said, hey, there he goes. He said, Nintendo's going to host a direct on February 13th. 13 is your lucky number, and I'm out. And now you're saying, like, who is this King Zell? Why do I care? Well, this specific user leaked a variety of Nintendo news, including the reveal of Pokemon Let's Go and a bunch of other Nintendo directs. So perhaps this user's on the inside or production crew or mm. something. Now, the rumors here, of course, everybody's rumoring that. Metroid Prime Trilogy will be announced, maybe a new Mario Maker, a new Pikmin, or a new 2D Zelda. Who knows? Nobody knows. Rumor over. Do you have any thoughts? Do you care? No, I don't care. I, I, King Zell, I, this is such a rumor that it's like even hard to get excited about. I, we will, I will say we're overdue for a direct. Yeah. So the fact that something's happening, yes, I would say absolutely within the next month. Yep. We're getting a direct, but beyond that, I, I would love a Metroid Prime trilogy, but who really knows? I we'll we'll find out when it when it happens. I agree. I agree. All right. The last little bit of news here is some indie dev updates, some really cool things around the globe. First thing is Tangle Deep came out last week and in Slotch week alone on the Nintendo Switch, it has surpassed six months worth of sales on Steam Early Access. And of course, that's Steam Early Access, but that's super impressive. They did not necessarily talk about numbers, but they confirmed that these were enough to cover the costs that it took to port to the Switch. Awesome. That's really cool. Mm. Bigger news, number one game in the world, Wargroove, which is super cool, which we'll <laughs> talk about a lot later, later, has come out with sort of a roadmap. But in that update, they said, no numbers, no percentages of where and how things were sold, but we're speculating a lot on the Switch, that all development costs for the entire game have been recovered in the first week, which is amazing. Amazing. They've also outlined that they have a short-term and a long-term roadmap for the game, and they're listening to all of their players, which I think is really cool, because this game could really have really juice it up, especially on the multiplayer and creating yeah. some different time restrictions. But they're short term, they're going to do lots of tweak to the gameplay, ability to play against the CPU online, multiplayer lobby improvements, and long term looking into more DLC. I'm really excited about that. Congratulations to the indie devs uh, out there crushing it. And uh, both these developers and, and everyone else that deserves it. And really, really glad to see uh, success stories like this, which continue to report on over and over and over again, especially in the world of of switch i'm i'm super happy too because last uh, i guess it was two weeks ago or whenever war group was coming out um during that week i had said oh there's two games and i'm torn on them mm -hmm. it was these two games mm -hmm. so i'm really happy to see that both of them seem to be doing very well uh both of them seem to be very good so i probably will go back and buy tangle deep at some point but how how fantastic to be the war group development team and in a week Every all that hard work, everything that you put into it, it all paid off. And I, I think that's that's great for us as fans of the game, only because now that means we will be seeing more content. And I, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for different like uh tribes or whatever they're called in the game to be able to be accessible. I, I'm 
so excited that this is happening. I'm excited too, but you know what I'm really excited for? <laughs> I'm excited for Michael's Fortnite supply drop update. You're ridiculous. So one one of the things that we're finally getting that hasn't affected me and and not you, but I know it's a big thing for some people, especially PlayStation 4 people, is we now can merge accounts. It is now possible. Epic has finally created a way to do this through all of your different accounts, whether it's PlayStation, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch. Uh, you You can make it all happen. If you remember back in September, Sony, they said, all right, we give up we're allowed cross-platform but you couldn't you had to start a whole nother Mm -hmm. account so if you were playing on a pc or xbox or anything like that you kind of lost whatever you if it it was v box if it was achievements if it was battle pass you lost it all because you had to create a new account so now you are allowed to merge those and what merging is going to do is it's going to transfer. You have to pick your primary. So whether that's on PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, whatever your primary is, um, you're going to pick that main account. So if you did have to create a, a secondary, you just just forget about that one. Use your primary. You can merge your account. If you're playing Battle Royale, it's going to merge the V-Bucks and your cosmetic items. So all the skins, the backpacks, all that crap. If you did save the world... It's going to merge your XP, your heroes, your llamas, your defenders, your schematics, your survivors, your evolution, and your perk materials. But there are a few things that will not transfer. And I think that's also important. Your battle pass and maps that you made in the creative mode, which I don't ever do creative mode, so it don't matter. But your battle pass, your battle tier, whatever levels you got up to, mm-hmm. those don't transfer. Um, if you do have a battle pass active, on your primary on a account that has to be the primary if you unless you are okay ruining it or like losing it i personally would just say you know what i'll play until this season's over which is only in a couple weeks and then i'll just yeah i'll go from there and that's when i'll merge my accounts uh and then one other thing is your account level and progress in save the world will not transfer so if you did play save the world and your primary isn't the one you've put a lot of time in on uh, you're going to lose it. So now here's the question though, that I have, I don't know if you have the update in the supply drop update, but what if I'm creating an, if I just want to go now play on my PC, will everything transfer one to one? Because I don't have a secondary at all. I've, I've only ever played on the PC or on the switch. I mean, I honestly think the only issue was PlayStation. Oh, okay. They're the ones that caused the problem. I, um, I have it on Xbox and then I had it on Switch. It was the same account. And Epic now just made it for Mac because it wasn't Mac supported. I also have it on my computer. It also is fine. Okay. So it carried through. It's it's based on your Epic profile. Gotcha. So for me, it was on everything. It was Sony and PlayStation, I think, exclusively i don't think it was like that in the wording but i haven't experienced it with any of the other consoles so i'm i'm pretty sure sony just wasn't allowing it and then they said nope you got to create a whole new thing and somebody was like i got it over here on three other platforms what's the problem so what this means i haven't experienced it what this means for all of our sony peeps out there it is now time go pick yourself up a switch open up an account Make that your primary, sell your PlayStation 4. You don't need that anymore. You're good. That's what this is saying. You're good. 
Yeah, basically that's what Epic just said there. Now, if you are playing and you are enjoying it and loving every minute of it, we have one extra little thing going on. It was funny because Mats and I were playing uh, yesterday and you and I was like, no, this is the last week. Challenges are over. You better get your fill. And you were like, no, we got two weeks left, which is week 10 is currently what's Told going you. on. So that never happens. What is happening is there is a share the love event for everybody's favorite holiday, Valentine's Day. No. It goes from February. No, I hate it. February 8th until February 27th, which is right before the new season starts. So it's going to fill that that gap. There's a couple different uh, events. There's a support your support a creator reward. So if you basically, I don't I don't really get this one that much. <laughs> if you support a creator, so somebody that goes into the creation area, which is kind of like a Minecraft of Fortnite, you support them. Then you buy something in the shop, right? Mm-hmm. One of the skins or something like that. The person you support gets that skin. Because you supported them, you also get a wrap, all the hearts on it, the pink wrap. It's a very weird, I don't get it. I don't, I guess it's so they can promote having creators, you know, because that's like their big thing that they're pushing is this creator thing. So for me, that happens in 7.4, which is about to come out. I'm not that interested in that. There's also overtime challenges. Now, this is what affects you and I more. This is also 7.40 release. This is why we're seeing the extra couple of mm. weeks on our our battle pass. You get if if you've already completed the 10 weeks, you get five extra challenges to do during this overtime challenges, but you also get more time to complete your other 10 weekly challenges. We're also going to have double XP weekends, which is going to run from February 15th to the 17th and then again at the 22nd until the 24th. And then if you're into the competitive events, There's the Share the Love competitive series, which currently is running like a placement match this weekend. It'll be over by time the podcast releases. And then I guess you get to play in the competitive stuff. I don't know. But uh, yeah, we get some more get some more challenges, which I'm always into. And you have just been dropped. (laughs) Supply dropped. Yeah, um... (laughs) Supply dropped. I'm excited. <laughs> I we need to have some in the in the in the live podcast. We're like, we need some we need some yeah. sound effects even for the podcast. So we'll get on that this this next week. Now I am pretty excited about Double XP Weekend. I don't need any more challenges. I can't. I need to finish my current challenges. We'll talk about it later. But if you want to join us and play, and you don't own a Nintendo Switch, and you're like, you know, I do want to get rid of that PlayStation and just go all in on the best video game console ever created. It's up there. It's, I, don't, I like it a lot. You can get yourself a new Nintendo Switch bundle on the way from our good friends at Nintendo. They make the console. And guess what, Michael? They sell the console. Now, what's cool about this is this comes out on the 15th. So wait a few days and I got to wait. But what's nice here is that they will give you um, a $35 eShop credit basically a download code that you can use on i believe anything they didn't specify but in the tweet it does say games like new super mario bros u deluxe and super smash bros ultimate but i'm pretty sure it's just a credit towards anything that you want which means for 35 dollars, you can get tons of great indie games especially there's a sale going on bingo bango and additionally i just realized that if you start buying full game you know full games and when I bought New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe, I did the pre-order thing. 
and I might be all digital now because I you end up get my you end up welcome to my world man you end up getting like fifteen dollars back in gold coins to, off of other things. I thought that when you bought retail, you got more coins, but no, you get none. Basically, you get them all digitally. I'm a moron, but anyways. That's what you get. So this is a cool deal. It's still going to be $300, but if you're thinking about buying one this week, wait until this new bundle comes out, pick that up and get it. That's it. Michael, you want to break down our best sellers? Because these are games that people could buy with a $35 credit. Boom. Yep. Right here, right off the bat. So every week we go through the top 10, we list out all the top 10 games that are happening. And then on top of that, any new releases that maybe didn't make that top 10, but they did get into the top 30. We like to give them a little shout out as well. So our favorite is in the number one spot, Wargroove, followed by Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. In the number three spot, we have Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe, Overcooked 2, Robonauts. In six, we have Stardew Valley, Minecraft, Mario Kart 8, Zelda Breath of the Wild, and Super Mario Party. It's it actually this lineup hasn't moved a whole lot. These have been the same like overcooked is going to be in the top 10. I think until the switch is gone, Stardew Valley has been in there. Minecraft. These are all just fixtures in the top 10 amazing games, but we're not seeing Wargroove is the big mover and shaker. As far as new games that came out that oh down well, it's so close. It's in 11th spot. And then Dragon Marked for Death Frontline Fighters is in the 18th spot. So some new, amazing, wonderful games in the top 10. Yeah, not bad. I still want to pick up both of those games down well. And I do want to pick up Dragon Marked for Death. We, I think it would be a cool online multiplayer co-op game. I believe that's what the Switch is missing uh, in general. I think mm. that'd be fun to play multiplayer because we'd both be on the screen, both be doing stuff. I'm a little, I don't know, but it, for it to be in the top 20, it has to be relatively decent. So I need to look at some reviews and maybe we'll we'll try to get that going. I no. don't know. Bouncy Bob was in there for quite a but while. But this game is $15. <laughs> so um, yeah, I, that's true. I, I'm a little hesitant because I did read some not so great reviews mm. on it, but there is a game that we're going to get to very soon that I am, it's a must Bye okay, well, let's me. do it. Let's break down the new releases this week, February 11th through February 17th. We like to start off with games that you can first get in both the digital and retail, and there are two this week that you can get in the retail stores. The first one is The Liar Princess and The Blind Prince. Now, this game is a $40 retail, $20 download. This is an action-adventure game from our good friends over at Nice America, Nippon Ichi Software. That's Nice, N-I-S, Nice, Nice, Nice. I call them Nice America. Now, this is a pretty interesting, it looks very hand-draw, it's an action-adventure game, uh, although $20 download, it makes sense just to do it there. Other game that's coming out uh, retail is from DreamWorks, uh, the new, the dragons, you ride in dragons, it's called Dawn of New Riders, It uh, whatever that dragon movie is. How to Train Your Dragon. How to Train Your Dragon, but now it's just called Dragons, the new movie. Oh, okay. I didn't so know that. Dragons, Dawn I guess of the it's New Riders. already Rider. trained. It's the third one, so he's already got it trained at this point. They're definitely fully trained. Now, I mean, the game graphics look pretty okay. Nice. If yeah. you, you get kids that like that stuff, yeah, there you go. One it's player. It's gonna be an awesome kid game. There you go. So, also, we go into the digital downloads, and as Macha said, this is where he's at. This is his new life, digital. And to kick it off on February 12th, we have Minesweeper Genius for $6. Then The King's Bird for 20 
On the 13th, we have Iron Cryptical for $10. On the 14th, we have Alvasta Chronicles, 13 I guess Alvastia for $13. Then Astrology and Horoscopes Premium for $9, where you get, as it sounds, your, your horoscope. Then we have Cinders for $20. Guess the Word for $1.89. Hexamaze for $20. Then Love for $3. Love Hero for $1. That's a Nintendo 3DS game. Modern Combat Blackout for $20. Nekapara for, oh, Nekapara Volume 2, excuse me, for $15. Then Ali Ali Switch Stance, $15. Pet Care for $1.49. Strikey Sisters for $10. Tokyo School Life for $15. Tuho or Toho Sky Arena for $30. And then on the 15th, we have Space Life Danger Panic for $5. Let's go back. We're going to go to the top. Call out the games that are just, you're itching to buy. I'm sure there's a lot of them on this I want to correct you, Michael, because you did not go into the full title of Tahoe <laughs> Sky Arena Matsuri Climax. So if you're... I didn't even know if that was all the title, to be honest with you. I just... <laughs> it looks like it. Uh, no, so so this yeah. game, ha- this week is a bunch of uh, a bunch of ridiculousness. The one, the one, there's three games that I'm pretty sure we both agree mm-hmm. on. The first one that looks interesting, I'm not in on is Love, not to be confused with Love Hero, which is also coming out on the 3DS at the same time. Don't be confused. There's a short 2D platformer. It looks super low res. Uh, I It's like stick figures almost, but not really. I, it looks cool. And they're, the, in, the, in the video, it's like, this is a short 2D platformer. Like, that's what this is. Like, if you want a game that's short, it's a 2D platformer for $3. Boom. Uh, that one looks really cool to me. Um, and the other ones that I'll talk about, cause I think we're going to talk about them for a little bit is modern combat block blackout, which we had talked about and Ali Ali, which one do you want to start with? Let's start with, let's start with modern combat. Okay. So this, yeah, this game's from game loft, which we know for a lot of mobile titles. They also do the asphalt series. What's intriguing here is that they've also done this and brought some games to the 3ds, but this is really a mobile game kind of envisioned brought to the switch for better or worse. But we were talking earlier, there's not really that many first person shooters. I, any, any like first person shooters. I know there was one that was kind of Minecraft esque a while back, but I don't even think this is, this is way above that one. And it's, and it's quality, at least from what it looks like. Yeah, I don't. And the game looks, the, the screenshots and the videos look very, very good. That's yeah. cool. I mean, this game did come out in 2014, originally on windows, Android and iOS. It's been downloaded more than a hundred million times. There's team battles. There's free for all online matches. There's a solo campaign. I mean, it looks pretty solid for twenty dollars to get an FPS. And, and you know, GameLoft—they've been doing this for a while. They're—they're they're not new to it. This is literally the fifth game in this series. So, I don't know. I, I may be into it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm looking at pictures right now. I mean, it looks—it looks solid. It looks like a—it's gonna play very well. I mean. I don't know. I got to try it. I got to try it. It's it's the only one like it on the Switch right now. And I to have something like this on the go, 
I mean, I feel like this would be a really fun one for us to stream as well. This is exactly what we're looking for. This is a really fun game for us to be able to play together on. Uh, I'm excited for this. I am going to give this one a shot. For me, though, the winner of this list. Yeah. Ali Ali switch stance for $15. I am so pumped as it's as it sounds. It's a skateboarding game. Uh, apparently it includes Ali Ali and Ali Ali 2, which I I didn't know any any of these games existed. It just looks so fun. It looks like something I cannot wait to play. I cannot wait to stream. I hope there's online or like combat or something where we can like challenge each other leaderboards, anything. I'm I'm so pumped for it. I'm really really excited. As soon as I saw it, I was like, yeah, I need I need that game. Yeah. So what's really cool is that I specifically purchased a PlayStation Portable for two games. One was Luminous, which is now on the Switch, and also for Ali Ali. Mm-hmm. Now I never played Ali Ali two. However, I did buy Ali Ali, and it is absolutely phenomenal it is a phenomenal Mm. skateboarding game cool graphic styles it's all about doing tricks going challenges it's fun it's fast it's all over the place now i don't know if they're gonna have online play there is up to four players i didn't ever do anything with the multiplayer at all on the playstation portable i don't know if that was part of the first game at all but this game has won like 75 different awards and uh, it's 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 definitely a, a must. It, it's super beautiful. I'm I'm really excited for it, uh, just in general. So it, it's a fantastical game, uh, and and really fun. I'm not even a skateboard person. I just I've always wanted that Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two game. And now this isn't that open world, all over the place game, but it is fun having drinks doing stuff. So must buy. Yeah, this is more of like a side scrolling, yes. like doing tricks from what it looks like, but it, it still looks really good. I like if, if that has good music in it, then then I'm going to really be hooked. I will say there was another game that looks good, but it's a mobile game and it's also two dollars mobile for six dollars. And that's Minesweeper Genius. It does look fun that, you know, if, if you have to have it on the switch, but. Because it looked like a mobile game, I checked on my phone and downloaded it for $2 on my phone. I'm just going to play it there. I hate, I can't support the um, the the Nintendo Switch stat, mm. like tax. Yeah. I just, I, I hate that they do that. You know, this is a $2 game on mobile. Why, I guess there's time that went into making it and porting it. Maybe that's where that extra cost comes from, but. I don't know. I will say it looks very polished. It looks very clean. I like the the look of it. I liked Minesweeper years and years and years ago. And if that you were a fan of that, then you'll like this. If you like Pick Cross and Sudoku and you're, that's your jam, then you'll probably love this game. Um, but it's six dollars on on Switch and it's two dollars on your phone. So you decide. Yeah. All right. Well, it's almost time for everybody's favorite part of the podcast. But we got some feedback. Woo! I like feedback. Some listener feedback. So we got two emails. Of course, you can go to nintendodispatch.com. You can tweet at us. You can send us an email either directly um, through the form or you can just email us our emails on there. But just fill that out. Send us an email. We love it. We respond back. We like to read those on the podcast. And this is the first time in 42 episodes. I mean, we've gotten (laughs) feedback via Twitter often and we've addressed that. But this is the first one. So got two emails. The first one was pretty much addressed to you, Michael. Yeah, I, I think so. And and it's something that for me, I was kind of like, 
I, I know that I need to do this. And Shy Guy writes us and says that if you haven't already, please, please play Dragon Quest Builders. It is a really good game. Please try it. And I don't know if he works <laughs> with, like with for the company that made it. I don't know. He's really adamant about it. And I will say, I have played the demo. I absolutely loved it. I love the Dragon Quest. I love all the games. I'm waiting for a, a legitimate Dragon Quest to come out on the Switch. Um, I love Minecraft. And this is kind of a perfect blending of those two worlds. Dragon Quest Builders is absolutely a game that's on my list. Uh, I, I, I think it's... I think it's a full price game still. I'm not sure what the cost is. I know it's like a 40 plus game, I believe. I could be completely wrong. I haven't checked in a while, but it is something I I need to get. I really enjoyed the demo. If you haven't played the demo, you should have, at least go out there and do the demo because it it's it's a wonderful game, especially if you have any sort of memories of playing Dragon Quest. If it's ever a series that you've been into, I think you would like this. It's very unique for the series. Yeah, now I, I did play the demo. Not not for me. I'm not a Minecraft person. I'm not no. a builder in general. Just not, not my jam. Not very creative. So, And the game does say like you're a builder like everybody in the game is like you're not the hero you just build stuff like they very adamantly just tell no, you stop trying to be no. a hero you have to build no things. i don't like that not about it uh <laughs> that's why fortnite works because you can build or shoot but i'm getting into building because there was a challenge where you had to build 250 things i did it and it was annoying but i started to learn how to build so they should do that more often because it forces me to build We'll talk about it. We'll talk yeah. about it. Last thing here from Joel. Yeah, we'll talk Joel wrote it. in JC Lermont, um, Jay Clermont, I guess, on Twitter. He said, hey, love the podcast. We'd love to hear that. Hope that you gave it a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. He says, I've been listening for a few months. Heard about on Hanselman. It's another great podcast. If you're into dev tech type of stuff, my good friend Scott Hanselman does that. Now, he is actually making a trip up to Seattle. Now, I happen to live in Seattle now, I, and work for Microsoft, so I don't know why you, Joel, didn't ask me to give you a tour of the Microsoft campus where I work <laughs> exactly. every single day. But uh, he wrote in and asked about a Nintendo tour and also maybe for some other cool recommendations, some geeky things to do in Seattle. Well, that's a great thing. I'll break down a few things in general, I was going to email Joel back, but he can just listen to the podcast and, and that way we get a download. So the first thing is if you're at Microsoft HQ, you can walk over to Nintendo HQ after hours. You don't want to go during the day. During the day, you can't get in unless you know someone that works for Nintendo. And I don't know anyone that works for Nintendo to come escort you uh, into their, I've been inside. There's like a little history era. There's a game, there's a store where you can buy exclusive swags. If you see me wearing shirts, I got that in the Redmond. One, I got in once ever. I did, I did get in. It was very cool. But usually in the courtyard, there are some statues, some really cool things. So it's usually worth to just walk by, give it a selfie if you can't find somebody. Some other things, you did mention it. The Living Computer Museum, uh, which is in Soto, south of downtown, is absolutely phenomenal. It's completely re been redone. There's all these old mainframe computers. You can interact with everything. Old Apple IIs, old, you know, all sorts of different machines. They have a VR space in the in the bottom, sort of all sorts of cool things. There are some really cool gaming um, places like Mox, M-O-X, which is a place that you can go and play a bunch of board games and it's a, a pub food and they're specifically around letting you try games, grab a game, play anything that you want. Tons of great pinball. So... Um, in Fremont, you have Adaball, which is fantastic. That's a ball bar arcade. So your your son's seventeen. So 
you're probably going to need to go to the Icebox, which is in Ballard. I was just literally there last night, which uh, is for all ages. They do have beer that you can buy, but it's not a bar. It's a pinball location that serves beer. Additionally, you can go down into the Chinatown in industry in uh, ID industrial district. There is the pinball museum or pinball hall of fame. One of the two pinball museum, that one, you pay like a set amount of money and can play all the pinball games. So we have a lot of pinball places. Also Raygun, uh, which is up on Capitol Hill is a hybrid has a bunch of pinball tables and has a bunch of games that you can play sort of like mock sporting house, which is what I talked about earlier. Of course, see the troll, of course, go to Gasworks Park, go see the Space Needle, go to Smith Tower. That's a phenomenal location. Go see the fish being thrown. Seattle's in a beautiful, amazing place. It's way better than um, other places I've lived uh, in general. Uh, I love it. I simply love it. Um, <laughs> and yeah, if you want to reach out to me while you're here, grab a cup of coffee, let me know. I'll give you some sweet stickers, Nintendo Dispatch stickers. There you go. Yeah, that's my recommendations. That's awesome. And, and I think we we say this all the time, but we do love getting, I, I don't know if I would call it feedback necessarily in this case, but just reaching out to us, we really appreciate it. We love chatting with people. I mean, it's the whole reason we're doing the live streams now and doing it on Twitter and Dispatch and everything with Discord, everything we do. I think it's fantastic. So please keep it up. And uh, and we'll just, you know, we, we love to talk to people. So with that, though, it gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show. What you playing? Yeah, so this week I've been playing at least one thing unique. I did a little stream the other day. I finally booted up No More Heroes, Travis Strikes Again, and started to play through it. So this is the first game. Uh, this is the second, third game in the series, I should say. I was a huge fan of No More Heroes, one of my favorite games on the Nintendo Wii. It was really quirky, really out there. Just It wasn't the most spectacular game, but I thought it was really great. It's from Suda51, who did Killer7, did a bunch of other games from Grasshopper Manufacturer. Killer7 is one of my favorite quirky games uh, that was on the GameCube of the, in the day. No More Heroes, Travis Strikes Again, takes a different twist. This is a $30 game. Uh, retail, I believe... $20 and then you can buy $10 DLC uh, digitally, uh, the, the pack add-on. You play as multiple different heroes in this world, but it's set up in a different, multi it's not even mini game, but there's seven different game modes and it's set up of that Travis and enemies have gotten sucked into this video game machine almost and you're playing these different ones. So I've been playing through the first mini game or first game, if you will, you play as Travis, you have your katana beam, uh, saber, and bad enemies are coming at you. You're collecting coins, unlocking things. It's well done. The graphics are really good. It, the cutscenes were beautiful. The best part of this game so far from the hour or two or three that I've put in so far is the music. Michael, I know that you watched the, the stream and you can comment on the music, but it's phenomenal. Yeah, no, I thought the game was crazy. I had no idea what I was watching. I'm like, there's a lot of just, there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff. Mm. But the music was very good. Yeah. I That I can say without a doubt, I was really into. I'm not, I have to give it more time, whether it's watching or try, you know, play it maybe or something. But um, the music, I, I love when a game has really just, like I could play that and I feel like that gets you pumped yeah. up, you know, when you're playing. Yeah, And then, yeah, and then we tried out Wargroove. And did we talk about it last time at all? We, I know we did a little stream with it, and I think we talked about it because I, I believe that was last week that we played it for the very first 
time. Um, yeah. But yeah, we we did do a play together. We had a little bit of fun, a little bit of battle together. And I don't know if you've played it any more since then. I've played a little bit more. I've played a little bit more through the single player out just to get out of the tutorial. Now, the problem here is that I know how to play this game already. <laughs> but I mean, I understand it. It, mm-hmm. it's, it is good tutorial. I feel like it's getting a little long. I feel like I'm still in the tutorial mode of the first step. Um, and then a game is like tw- it's like an hour. And I was like, I just, if it's a tutorial, just let me get through the tutorial. The first few were really short. I liked it. And then it started to get big. And I was like, okay, now I got to do this and I got to do that. But so far, I'm still really enjoying it. And I feel like you've probably played it a lot more than me. Yes, I I did put a lot of time into it, um, but I don't I don't think it's a tutorial. I mean, it is, but I don't oh. think there's an end to it. My feeling is that it just becomes the game. Got it. Okay. You know, like because a few a few pa- I don't know where you are, but I'm in like I don't know mission two, section three, or whatever it is. But at this point, he whoever the 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 champion you're with talks less. Mm. Like they just say, oh. Put a put a battle hound over there. You'll see a bigger range. Okay, I get how that mechanic works now. And then do this. Okay, now I get that. And then it's just you trying to win. You Got know, it. and and it does. It takes a very long time. And so for me, I am obsessed with trying to get an S rank, and it's it is not happening. Like I have gotten three stars. I'm almost three starring whatever I any of the different missions I do, but. I'm I'm a little disappointed that the ranking is based purely on how fast you can do it. Mm. That is the only win case. If you take 40 moves but don't die a single time, you'll get a one star. Uh, and it's it's only based on speed. And that's the one thing I wish they would fix that balance. I don't think that should be the only thing based on what you, how well you do something. I think if you didn't lose any of your units or a limited amount, you should get that should be a consideration because they die very easily. Um, so yeah, that's my only my only gripe with it so far. It is long though. You're absolutely right. There's times when I play it, I'm like, oh, I really want to play that, but I don't have two hours to sit down and invest in this this mission. It's very time consuming, and sometimes it's it's frustrating and not necessarily fun. Yeah, it's just so challenging. Yeah, you know. But I guess it's a strategy game. If if there was no strategy. I guess that what would you be playing it for? But it is a time commitment. I wish you could save it in mid mission and send it like, all right, I'll come back and uh, maybe play something else. Yeah, that was my issue is I had, you know, the my favorite part about the switch is that you can just hit the home button. It's a temporary save for all intents and purposes, unless the game crashes, which is very rare, which is I've only really had like Paladins or Fortnite crash because they're so online connected, but pretty rare that a game crashes on the switch and then it reboots pretty quick, but I was on there and I was mid mission and I, was like, I just want, I was good. We were going to go play Fortnite, and I, I guess I'll just quit out of it. Like, I don't know, whatever. And so I did, I just like, quit out. Cause I don't think you can say they just need to implement maybe some quick save yeah. functionality. That would be nice. Mid mission be... saves. Yeah. That's what they need. I can understand. I can understand the online play, not doing that, but if it's with a friend, I would like to, freeze my game like chess almost where we can you know what i really want i want chess style war groove where we have one day to finish our moves and then you get an alert on your switch that says hey you have the next round to play they do have that 
They do have what? that. We have to. We we would have to play it, but there is a mode that allows it to be. I can't remember the name of it off the top Amazing. of my head. But there is a mode where it's it's a delay. So I, you make your move, and then I get around to it whenever I can make my move, and we can play Amazing. it that way. I mean, so, that, that's the game I need. That's what yeah. I. That's the mode I need. But I need that in the single player campaign. Yeah, but there. So, so that way, we at least have that mode. We should try it again and test it before our next mm. uh, episode because be fun. I would be curious to see how well that works out. Switch it back and forth, booting if, it up right uh, now. Because because the thing is, like, how does it give you a notif? Do you have to just keep checking? Like, there's no notification system. Hello, here's a here's an online uh, bonus that's gonna keep me paying. Like, give me some sort of notification system that lets me know you made a move. <laughs> That maybe would be cool. Maybe uh, you have to enter your email address, and then it he sends you an email. I have to memorize your friend's uh, number, and then I have to just like put that in every time. Oh, I don't man. know. That's great. And what? So what else? What else did you play? Anything good? Uh, just more Fortnite. I haven't played too too much. I think that I've played eh, maybe like six or seven hours this week. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, you and I hopped on. We were chatting about the live stream setup. And then we just started gaming together. I had so much fun. Yeah. I had way more fun playing that with you than by myself. Uh, because the problem that I have is that we're trying, you and I, we do want to you know, win, but I just want to finish challenges. Like I was telling Heather, I was like, she's like, why do you like this Fortnite game so much? This and I was like, I was like, I don't even like killing people. I was, I was like finishing challenges. It makes it feel good. Yeah. Like it's like, it's just why I play uh, World of Warcraft back in the day as I was doing all these missions and i was building on my player i don't really care about the game it could be any game it doesn't have to be four it could be literally any game but i felt like it's it's this cool sort of i'm doing this stuff unlocking stuff and it's a time crunch so so far with fortnite we got playing around played some for some fun i woke up this morning you are much further ahead because i i um i i didn't i started the battle pass later than you and started playing fortnite Mm -hmm. later than you but I've finished, I think, five of the weeks so far, and I'm really close on a lot of the other ones. And there's a big perk when playing Fortnite that you have now discovered, which is when you play it at your setup, you have two monitors like I do. One is your Switch and the other is your computer. So you're at your computer and you're playing on your Switch. You can just open the browser, say whatever you want to finish, and then just look at a map, see where you need to drop. And that's <laughs> Yeah, basically. Where, where are all these frozen Some people gnomes? may call it cheating, but... <laughs> where, where, when is the next time that I'm going to figure out, search between a golden goose and a rock stump yeah. and and a coffee cup? I don't I don't know where that's at. Just tell me where to drop. Yeah. I'm going to drop it. I'm just going to try to stay alive. Yeah. That's all I'm going to do. But. Yeah, I'm collecting stuff. And that, it, it, it's the same thing for me. I, I very, very rarely play Fortnite to like be the winner yeah. i i don't yeah. care i go in i have ch- i have things i'm trying to accomplish and that to me is the genuine fun of the game like let me get this let me collect that let me check things off my list mm. and maybe if i have to shoot a few people in the meantime cool that's like i'll get six kills maybe at most the battle royales are great for that because or whatever i guess it's about the battle royale or whatever they call it the team royale where you get to respawn that's a lot of fun for me because then i don't even care i'm just running and crazy i the, the one game we played i had a pickaxe the whole time i didn't even have a gun <laughs> it's true. like That's what do i care you know but i had a lot of fun and i was thinking about it after we played i was like you know what this was a this was a great time for me i have 
a lot of fun when we're doing that. And for anybody listening, if you want to jump in and play with us, you're more than welcome. We'll start tweeting out when we're going to jump on and, and you're more than welcome to jump into our squad and kind of play with us. And we now have discord so you can jump on there for voice chat. But the only other game that I played beyond Wargroove and Fortnite is I started getting back into Stardew Valley mm. and I really wanted something that was just sort of mellow and relaxing. And I've never I've played it and I always get like, I don't know, three days in five days in whatever. And then I'm just like, oh, I moved on to something else and I've never really given it a ton of time. A year or two years ago, you and I did a 24 hour game marathon for um, Planned Parenthood. And that was the very first time I played it. And I played it for that event and then i got it on the switch and i played it maybe once or twice started it then got a couple days in and then it just i got other stuff so now i'm really committed to trying it to try to play it um start started a uh, i guess a whatever a co-op farm so figuring that Mm. out but i'm really enjoying it i forgot how much is in this game it's just so many cool little things to explore and i just love the pace of it i love the music of it it's just so relaxing to kind of play and then in in your mind it's one of those games where you're like oh let me just do one more day yeah. let me do one more day you know i just let me get my turnips <laughs> i want to get my turnips i want to give them over to the the guy and sell my turnips and then put new seeds in the ground uh, okay and then I can go to bed. You know what I mean? And, and it's just, it's fun. It's really cool, cute game. I was, I was listening to a couple things about it. It was developed by one guy. I think it's still maintained by like one dude. And it's just amazing. It's amazing what, what he was able to create. And it's, it's a, it's just a lot of fun. Oh man. I, I need to get into it cause I do have it. We need to start a farm together and, and do some stuff. So we'll yep. get it. We'll get it. Absolutely. All right, buddy. Well, I think that's going to do it for uh, this week's dispatch. Super awesome. Uh, appreciate everyone for tuning in, especially if you joined us live. Of course, you can find us on twitch.tv slash Nintendo Dispatch. Find the podcast at nintendodispatch.com. All the latest reviews of accessories and games we've been playing, some hands-on stuff. Of course, the latest pod. Share it with your friends. Uh, we do appreciate it. Uh, if you want to chat with us live, we've had a few people join our Discord. Go to nintendodispatch.com slash Discord. Jam on that button, and that will sign you up for our Discord server. And I think that's going to do it. Um, anything else from you, Michael? That's it for me. Have an amazing time, and that's been your Nintendo Dispatch.